Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Staub. All right, welcome to Legally Sound Smart Business. This is Nasser Pasha. And this is Matt Staub. And we are starting our new format, episode number 25, a quarter of the way through to 100. I think that's one 2.5% of 1,000. <laughs> wow. Great math lessons that we're giving here. But hold on, is that right? I don't even know. I'm probably off. Yeah, 0.25% is correct. Yeah. As long as you put the percent after it. Perfect. Yes. Or 0.025, which is in decimal. Well, it would be 0.0025, right? Or no, no, you're right. No, 0.025. Sorry. Then I screwed up at the beginning. <laughs> All right. Well, so long as we got our math correct, good thing we're not mathematicians and we're attorneys. Right. All right. Well, let me talk about this new company that are, I guess it's not a new company. It was new to me. Pinpoint. Have you, I don't know if you heard about this, but it's a pretty unique thing that they're doing. So it's this digital platform and it basically allows companies to, first of all, you have to pay for the service, of course, but once you're in, it allows companies that want to add a new location or maybe add a first location, I suppose, to use their information, their data to find the most ideal location for your business. Yeah. So they just got about 250000 in funding, but it's still relatively new-ish. And I don't know if they even have a, a model that's even fully functioning yet, but this is this will be pretty cool for businesses looking for a new spot. Yeah. It seems like they really take data and analyze it. They do everything from monitoring locations, your locations, exploring new locations, reviewing your competition's locations and things like that. I don't know what kind of data they're actually collecting on how they're accessing it, but I think the most important thing to get from this transaction is for startup companies, they only have, I think they said, as far as what they disclosed back in, they started in July. Right now, they have only around 10 customers, but they were able to raise $250,000. And understand the concept here is, you know, we've heard a lot about this minimum viable product is get out to market in the fastest way possible and see if it's viable. And this company was able to show that they were able to attract 10 customers. And it seems like they're actually pretty sizable customers as well and raise a quarter of a million dollars overnight with angel investors. I just went to the website and right now you can only sign up for their pilot program. But I'm really interested to see how they do this because we still don't really know. I'm sure they obviously have some sort of algorithms that they use, but is it based on people checking in at locations or I don't know what access to data they even have. I think it can be a good thing, especially for startups because location is pretty key. They say that's one of the most important things you have is location. Yeah, especially if you need a retail environment. It reminds me of, I had a friend back in high school that his family owned a Long John Silver franchise. And I remember distinctly that one of the reasons why it went out of business was because it was at a corner which was very difficult to get at in the sense that the driveways were misaligned and so forth. And just because of that alone, it wasn't producing this amount of customers that it needed. So location is obviously important, but getting the information and data, getting this information that probably these bigger companies have ready access to through their market research, but being able to aggregate it in a way that's reachable to the smaller guy, I think is pretty huge. Yeah, just like the frozen drink bar that has been opened up in downtown San Diego, San Diego, one of the biggest beach town, had the most beaches in the U.S. And for some reason, they opened up downtown, a frozen drink place, <laughs> not close to any beaches at all. So they probably could have used this. But I wonder, too, if it just gives locations or if it actually corresponds to 
real estate that's open too. So if it's actually, you know, this actual building or is it just, you know, this general area? It's hard to say whether this will be worthwhile for businesses. I, I think it can, but we also have to look at price point and whether it's useful or whether it's successful too. But I think this can be a good thing. Yeah, very good. Well, let's get into the question of the day here. And this comes from a tech company in California. If I'm doing business with another company, is it better to have them draft the contract or should I make the first offer? Mm, That's a good question. As attorneys, we always want to use our own draft. But the question is too, is is it better to have them draft it or if you don't have an attorney or not, that makes the question a little bit more complicated. You know, sometimes I prefer, especially if it's a transaction that is very easy and I just don't want to draft the whole thing. Sometimes I like it when the opposing party drafts it because I can easily redline it and revise it to my liking. And sometimes also you get an idea of what they want to do with the actual transaction and get some of the business terms out in there. And you can use it as a tool for negotiation. It's almost who asked for the price first or who names the price first usually loses, right? So same kind of concept. I don't know. What are your thoughts on it? And I think that's a key part of it is someone like you or me or an attorney might know or should know what they should be looking for in an agreement. If this is someone that's not as familiar with what the contract should have in it, you know, maybe it could be helpful for the other side to draft it first. I guess it, it might still be helpful for the other side to draft it first because you might not even know what you're doing. But at the same time, you still don't know what important things need to be in there. And maybe the other side slips something in there that you know, you don't even notice and it's very detrimental to you and you just sign off on it. So there, there is something to be said about drafting it first, but I think either way, it's probably better to at least have some knowledge of the, of the substance and the specific clauses of the agreement. But I, I, I agree with you. I like to have, there's something to be said about the other side sending you their, their agreement. So you get it kind of in their mind what they're thinking and, it's not a final draft by any means. So you can always make changes if there's, you know, maybe they make it very favorable to their side as they probably would. And you can always make the necessary changes to make it more even or even favorable to you. Yeah. And also, I think even working with our clients, they sometimes are in a rush to get everything into a contract. And especially if you expect negotiation, if there's some business terms here and there, especially working with investors or if you're acquiring a company or what have you, then. I think it's more important to just get the general terms, maybe use a term sheet or a letter of intent and instead of getting into the actual agreement because there's so many different ways that you can get into trouble once you start with a form and then the business terms start to change and then you're working with the form and especially when you got non-attorneys working on the document and you're using a template and editing it yourself, there'll be all these irrelevant clauses that don't make sense and end up getting yourself into trouble. But this guy mentioned who should make the first offer. That's a little bit different, right? Obviously, in negotiation, well, I don't know if it's obvious, but I find it better if the other party makes the first offer in that respect. Right. And I would hope if you're drafting the contract or you know making the actual written part of the agreement, I would hope you have at least discussed the price or some of the terms before just jumping into it. But maybe they haven't. But yeah, I, I like the other side too, making some sort of offer in terms of those important provisions. It's a negotiation process, so yeah, nothing's final until both people sign on the dotted line. They're never dotted anyway. I mean, it's a solid line nowadays. But that is true. Terrible idiom for that. Well, anyway, I think that's our episode, our nice short episode for you guys to listen on your way to work or on the way back. And 
you guys requested more of us. So instead of just giving long episodes a week, we're going to do three short episodes, nice, short and sweet. So uh, I think on our next episode, we're going to talk about office space, which I'm kind of excited about. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to, to that one. All right. Well, send your questions in to ask at LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com. And of course, visit our website. And uh, also, we haven't said in a while, leave a review on uh, iTunes. You know, that helps us out to get more listeners. Exactly. With uh, more episodes per week, now you have more opportunities to leave reviews too. <laughs> Very good. Even though you can probably only leave one, but who knows? All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. Keep it sound. Keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.